Welcome to the Extra Mild. Uh, I'm your host, Darren XO Live, with my buddy here. Um, God damn it, what's your name? Oh. <laughs> damn, you forgot my name. It's Austin, by the way, boys and girls. Welcome. Welcome to the first first episode of the podcast that me and my good friend here, my best friend really, have uh, have been planning for what seems like forever at this point. Yeah, by forever, he really just means two weeks, but it's fine. Really? We're here. Hey, that's that's a long time. Two weeks is long enough. <laughs> Two weeks. Golly, that's insane. It's insane. It's almost like yesterday we were talking about it. It's crazy. Yeah, well, uh, so we're both here today. Um, just really talk to you guys really about uh, this kind of journey that we've been on. We started, um, I'd probably say what, back in September, July, June, uh-huh. July, September, around that, that area. Yeah, it was a little, yeah, it was right, right before uh, Black Ops 4 came out. We we decided to to do this thing. Yes, yeah, so um, I'm actually the org owner of Extra Velocity Esports slash Entertainment. I haven't really settled on the name yet. I don't know. GG sounds like a good one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's that. Um, so we know that a lot of guys um nowadays, really with the the explosion of the esports business, um, and like you know, big names like. Ninja, and you, you have big gaming clans such as Optic, Dare, Soar, and, and things like that. Um, it gets a little like what would you say intimidating to uh, <laughs> to get into to get into this area, right? I, all right, I'm, uh, I, I think I think that what was really funny is that you mentioned Dare and Soar with Optic and didn't even mention Faze. Should <laughs> <laughs> be all right. <laughs> He said, he said, we got all these big orgs, dance, store, <laughs> optics. I would just it's say like, it's saying so. Dave, also, you messed this up. Fuck. You're messing up? It's, it's hilarious. That's really funny. It's like, oh. wait a minute. You said big orgs. <laughs> yeah, so the thing with um with esports, um, the esports industry has grown at uh, at a tremendous pace over the last few years, especially. Um According to a report actually from uh, NewZoo, um, the total esports revenue jumped from $493 million in 2016 to a whopping $655 million in 2017. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> and the total God. revenue by the end of this year could well exceed over $900 million. Oh, my God. Could you imagine where it would be at by next year? Oh, my God. Holy shit. It could be it could be at a billion dollars by next year, and that would be insane to me. Honestly, uh, the it, realistically, like even by the end of this year, um, esports still could hit a uh, million dollars. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen. You know, what I'm saying the end of the year is almost you know almost upon us, but uh, it's definitely got to be getting close. Yeah, it's it's. There's no way it's not getting close. If it what if it's not, then I'll be absolutely baffled by it. Like, and so a lot of the things that um goes into like the esports revenue and it's things that we're we're continuing to figure out each and every day. Um, it's more than just like you know sponsorships, right? Because everybody's like, oh, like you know, I'm, I want to be in this. I want to get sponsored. Like, you know, how can I get free merch and get paid? Um, sponsorships, although they are the the largest contributor of esports, um, it's been really driven by large tech companies like Intel or you know gaming peripheral companies such as SteelSeries. Um, 
Shout out to Steel Series. Shout out to Steel Series. Sponsor us. And advertising is is now the the second largest. Um, and a lot of people don't realize like how much actually goes into advertising. And um, because you got to think about the big comp- like big big companies with with who are now like buying stock in esports, uh, such as like Red Bull. Oh yeah, I forgot Red Bull. Yeah, they ended up sponsoring way back when. I think it was Call of Duty Ghosts. They ended up sponsoring uh, Nate Shot when he was a part of Optic, which was insane at the time. Like, like that's one of the biggest was one of the biggest things. It was like, whoa, Red Bull, fucking sponsored Nate Shot. Holy crap! Like they they came out of nowhere with it too. That was insane. Like I, I remember that being a really really big deal at the time. Yeah, and there's things such, you know, media rights, the the game publisher fees, and, you know, just not even to include the the tickets and merchandise at, you know, large events like CWL. Um, I know that CWL Vegas happened, what, uh, probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. That was a week ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, a long ago. You know, there's, there's DreamHack Atlanta. I know it just came up. Pack South. There's all these crazy things that are going on um, all over the country and all around the world. Um in the history of esports, which is really like what brought uh, brought us here today. Um, so yeah, me, me and Austin, we're, we're we've been best friends since uh, since we were about knee high back there in uh, kindergarten. Quite quite literally knee high. You know, here we are. You know, twenty and twenty one years old. We uh, decided to start this organization um, because it's a thing that we're passionate about, and we just want to talk to you guys a little bit about the processes of, of where you know from where we started and and to you know bring you along on this journey. Yeah, so good. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, kind of, kind of staying with us on this one. But now that we've, uh, now that we've kind of gotten the formalities out of the way, and we're not going to be so, uh, after, probably after this episode, we probably won't be so formal with it, 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 any of it. Uh, I just want to, I want to ask Darren. Besides, besides having a passion for it, what, where did, where do you think this started for you? Like, where do you think just your passion for gaming as a whole was like, wow, I could really, I could really do this for a, for a long time to come. Where do you think that started for you? Um, so I've been playing, I've been playing video games since day one. Um, I started playing, I think my first, the first game I ever played was, uh, was on the PS1 and it was Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories. Oh God. Um, which was an absolute classic. Uh, probably my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! game to date. Uh, and I really wish that I could get it on PlayStation 4 now, but I spent hours at like, Four, five, six, seven, eight years old, like on the PS One. I don't even remember how old I was, but just playing Yu Gi Oh over and over and over again. And like eventually, I got like super good at Yu Gi Oh and started going to tournaments and stuff like that. And then, you know, PlayStation Two came out, and you know, I had to have it. Uh, started playing games like Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, um, Jack and Daxter. You know, some of my favorites. Um, and then when you know, as I got older, you know, went to for lack of a better word, went to more violent video games, Call of Duty, uh, Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> and things of that nature, you know, pretty much household names today um, in the esports industry. And so, uh, or it also, yeah, that's that's where it started for me. Um, and then really, like, I just made a leap of faith, like, uh, this year to, to join um, esports as an organization and, and start from the ground up and you know, we've got such a great team now, and as, as this progresses, we'll get, you know, some more of the, the guys and girls that are that are in the organization now, and we'll hear a little bit more about their background and stuff like that, but it's, uh, yeah, it was just a leap of faith, like, this year, I was like, yo, like, if I'm going to do this, like, I need to go for it, and go for it full-fledged, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, I hear it, I hear it. 
Yes. I feel like I feel like a lot of the a lot of the people uh, that we that I spoke that we've spoken to about just the, the entirety of the of the org and whatnot and all that good stuff have really have really really started then. Like they were just like, Oh, this is when I started, this is when I got I got I came into came into <clears throat> really doing this. So I thought it was a I, I remember starting back on PlayStation One as well. I think it was a Scooby Doo game. Oh yeah, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I had a Scooby Doo game. I got it for Christmas. And the day and that that very morning when I woke up and I opened up my presents, I had already had the PlayStation One. And I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? What am I going to do with the Scooby Doo game? And my only thought was, I'm gonna just sit here and play it the rest of the night. So I, at 2 a.m. in the morning, I'm sitting there. I'm playing this Scooby Doo game. I don't think I, I sat. I think I sat down for like six hours and played it. I uh, come. Little did I know I would not beat that game. I'm still very upset with it. <laughs> Yeah, I had a I had a Scooby Doo game on PlayStation Two actually that I never beat, and it was um, it was like Night of a Hundred Mysteries or like I remember Night, that Night of a Hundred Nightmares, something something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember that one. I ended up beating it on uh, GameCube, I think it was. No, but I didn't. I didn't. When it came down to when it comes into like like the passion that I have now, uh, I re- I really didn't have that until here recently. Like coming in, coming into it. I think I'm trying to think of when when I really started getting into it. Like I, I didn't really care about the whole whole gaming thing outside of casually gaming. Like I, I played things like Kingdom Hearts, I played Mario Kart, stuff like that. It's kind of standard things. I think I think that a lot of people have played and grew to love. But when I think it was Modern Warfare Two. When MW2 had come out, I had started getting on YouTube a lot and watching, just watching YouTube videos. And one of the people that I loved to watch was CNNers. And I would sit down for hours and watch CNNers, Hutch, Mr. Sark, uh, Tabes. I remember clip like montages from Pomage and stuff like that like phase and optic when hex was when hex was the best sniper in the game sorry hex you're not anymore but um <laughs> but uh yeah i remember i remember watching like predator and like uh, grizz put out montages it was like yo sandy ravage can't forget about sandy ravage oh my god the best spaz 12 user in fucking mw2 disgusting but I, rem- I remember sitting down for for hours watching their videos and just genuinely loving it watching every bit of it. i was like this is a lot of fun to watch like this is great this is fun and sitting down for hours but i really didn't get into the competitive side of it until here very recently with uh actually black ops 3 yeah i remember that did not really care for competitive didn't really know what it was like i i look I played a little with um, uh, a friend of mine, M- uh, Mitchell, for MW3 and Black Ops 2, and I was I was playing online like MW2 and stuff like that. But I really didn't, never really got into the competitive side of it until Black Ops 3. That's when I really got heavy into it. Oh God, it's been 
a roller coaster of emotions and all sorts of stuff over the last what three four years now. So it's been it's been fun. It's been good. But so yeah, probably the 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 point where I realized that I love um, gaming um, was definitely Modern Warfare Two. Uh, so we all remember Modern Warfare Two, probably the greatest Call of Duty ever made in my hand, my my opinion. Uh, no, dude, I can't, I can't agree with you. I can't agree with that statement. I remember One Man Army noob tubes. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no. Modern Warfare Two was my absolute favorite because it was my, it was my introduction to multiplayer games. Um, online, I remember I would play with these two guys. One was from New York, and the other one was from Florida. Um. If if you're listening to this by chance, uh, Death Money and Bam Margera eight oh seven. Played with Bam Margera? No, no, no. His name was just Bam Margera. <laughs> so if you guys are out there, Lil Twist four hundred says, "Hey." <laughs> um. So I really realized uh, then, like, oh, I would make more friends online than I did, like in in real life, like in and you know if that's weird, uh, you know, fuck you. I'm sorry, but. Oh, fuck you. It, I played sports. I was pretty popular in high school, and there was just nothing right, like huh? my uh, my online friends. And so, like, even now with me living, you know, 4,000 miles away from everybody and everything that I know and love, I still, you know, have the opportunity to talk and, and collaborate and enjoy and make memories with, you know, people that I haven't seen in years. Um, and that's really what got me into where I am now, Um it's just I wanted to create a network of people that just love to game and love to network and and just wanted to support um, in whatever way they could. So, Austin. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. I support that. Then on to this. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, you're actually um, on our competitive COD team. I am. And I- there's a lot of people who... Uh, have a ten, you know, not a tendency, but uh, really want to be inside of of the competitive, you know, gaming. You know, you said you started in in Black Ops Three, and then now you're playing for us on uh, Black Ops Four with a with a group of great guys. Um, we're actually in a league right now, um, getting ready for a winners bracket. And so I just I just want to know what would you say to anybody out there that is looking to be a part of a competitive team? Uh, put the time in. There's there's nothing more there's not there's not a whole lot outside of putting the time in because if you don't put the time in people won't want to play with you if you don't know what like learn learn all you can from who you can uh i wouldn't recommend personally watching pro players all the time uh yeah sure you'll probably learn a, a decent amount from from a pro like who who better to learn from than a pro player but i it's it, it just comes down to putting putting the time in, learning what you're doing, know your role, know who you are as a player. So I would my my biggest thing for whoever's trying to become to become a professional player or am player, just do this because you really are passionate about it. It's put the time in. Don't just because don't you you think you might not make it or this, this, and now you're scared, you're anxious, you're ner- you're you're like nervous about it. Don't let that discourage you from putting in the time and going and doing what you what you think you can do. Like I was, I was the same exact way all throughout World War II. Uh, I'm still kind of like that to an extent. 
and then I just I sit down, I think about it, I'm just like, you know what, you can do this. It's not that bad. Not not much is gonna not much is gonna change how you feel about it. So just go ahead, give it your best, give it your all. So what do you feel is um the most common reason uh for people failing and giving up and like why do why do gamers, um competitive gamers uh put down their sticks and uh just walk away from it? Uh, from what I've noticed is that they, they, it may, it may come down to people feeling that they don't, they may or may not have the, uh, the opportunities because from, from where we sit as amateur players and since we aren't pro players at the moment, we're not, we're not on that main stage. We're not with these big orgs and we're not able to fund it is is time is time and thinking that you don't have the opportunities to to show your worth to 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 a big org to actually be able to get that exposure and to get that really just clout for for lack of a better term that you that you think you deserve so it it really comes down to people i think egos is the best way to grab that is people just being like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm better than this player and this this and that." It's like, well, you might have better gun skill, but do you understand the game better? Do you understand what you're doing better? Like, do you know what he's doing? Do you understand why he's made this play or why why this play was not good? Or are you just saying that because you think you are better? So it really comes down to people's egos. And so probably for me, yeah, like I I totally agree with that with with the whole ego situation. So a lot of things that I notice as an owner uh, over an organization, and I, you know, I network with a lot of different owners. Um, talked to Andrew a few times over Regal Reserve, and and so a lot of the times, like um, the reason why people aren't successful in esports and competitive gaming um, is just that they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, if you're, I'm just gonna say this right now, full fledged believe. Um, if you're in this industry because you're trying to get rich quick, like it's not gonna happen. No. If you're um, for the money you're doing it for the wrong reasons for the absolute wrong reasons or the if you're doing it for any reason other than just because you you enjoy it and you actually just love it and it's what you just want to do um then go for it dude you know i'm saying like chase your dreams like if you're gonna fail fail forward and fail you know fall in love and and do what you need to but like if you're gonna do something like this something that is so focused heavily on putting in the time and not not it and it, it and it always not being noticed then if you if you want to be noticed immediately and it's like oh I just wanted I just want the recognition and all just that that's all I want that you're doing you're doing it for the wrong reasons you're not gonna make it you you will probably fail that's fine it is what it is people fail you can't you can't be upset with that but if you're doing this because oh I'm just this is there's money in it oh all this there's so much money at these events. I it'd be, I could I could make so much money. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're you shouldn't be doing it. You should be doing something else. You should be go 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 back to school. You should go to school. You should go work in hard labor. Like you should not be doing what you're doing. The love for this need your love for the game that you're playing for what you're doing has to be greater than your want to be successful. Or yeah. you want to be totally. to be noticed, to be no, not necessarily successful, but to be noticed. So, I'm doing. I'm not doing this for the money. I could care less about the money. I, I've I've looked up to all of these pro players. I've looked up to every single one of them. All these all these low tier, all these AMs, 
that have made it with these big teams I've looked up to for years. I have find, found myself wanting to be in their position for one reason and one reason only, and that is to spread positivity and to spread my story after I do become successful and I am able to get to where I am. I want to be able to, to go to, to an event and have someone walk up to me and be like, how did you do this? What, what is it that put you here? Why are you able to have this opportunity, even if I'm not the best player there? And to say, I've put in the work. I've, I've paid my dues. I've done everything that I can possibly do. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more that I like. I I want to finally be able to say I deserve it, and that and to be able to be a positive positive outlook for somebody, for somebody to look at me and, and to be able to look at me or to look at my team and to say they're doing it right. That's yeah. what I want. I'm not doing it for anything more. I don't care about the money. I don't necessarily care about anything more than being able to help somebody who thinks that they're not good enough to do what they want to do. So, um, with uh, somebody like, you know, if if you're not really, if you're like more like me and you're not really interested in, in the competitive side of it and you're looking to actually, you know, be inside of an organization or be in the esports community, um, there's there's actually a lot of great ways to get started. Um, and it's really, you don't even just have to be a gamer or a streamer. If you have really good people and networking skills, there's teams always out there looking for social media managers. There's teams out there um, looking for, you know, people who are artistically inclined and can design and know how to, you know, make logos, make art or whatever it is, um, you know, digitally. Um, people who, who can design and make clothing. Um, so... My advice, uh, me as an org owner, is to find your niche and you stick to it. And some days it's going to like feel like, yo, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I don't want to do this. Like, this is ridiculous. You know, what will my parents say? Like, what? Fuck all the haters. Fuck all the bullshit. You have to do what makes you happy. If you yeah. have a skill and you want to be inside of this, you know, be inside of this community, you can do it. Um, I've only been streaming since what September. Uh, and I was about to say you're already affiliated, aren't you? Yeah, and I I was affiliated, you know, a month and a half, and I've met so many cool people. Like, um, my buddy Lost in the Sauce. Shout out to him. Uh, I've met uh, Mad Hatterland, uh, another good friend of mine. Um, and, you know, people who I have like these deep personal connections with that I wouldn't have, you know, I would probably would have never met otherwise. And um. It's definitely a, it's been a ride. Um, I'm actually really excited about, you know, all the things we got coming up. We, you know, in a, in a few short months, we've got our, uh, you know, our team store up. We, we have um, all of our gear through Aporia. We have the sick, sickest competitive jerseys. You know, there's people who actually stream with the organization. It's like, yeah, bro, like I'm getting a jersey. Like, <laughs> um, and it's, it, that's, su- that's such a cool thing to see um, from the ground up, especially as an, as an owner. Um to see people just engage and love with your, what you're doing and, and want to see the best for you. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I'm really excited that, for everybody that's going to listen to, uh, to get to meet everybody else in the org. Yeah. That, that's, that's one of the biggest things from, from an, any, from the, anything that you want to do in life. I don't care what it is, is, is to have that passion to believe in what you're doing is to really truly believe in what you're doing 
and to find something that that you're good at and turn like it doesn't even have to like as long as you think as long as you're good at it as long as you think you could do it you can do it there's no if ands or buts about it you just have to really believe like it's one of those things where it's just like oh i'm really good at, at drawing well yeah all right well if you're good at drawing go go start designing things don't don't just hide that don't hide it and put it away yeah like, don't be oh, afraid of the backlash yeah. like you know, I like, know it's scary. You know, you're going to get hate. I don't care what you do. I've had people. I have people tw- at me on Twitter. I have people DM me on on Twitter. I have people fucking message me on PlayStation when I'm playing and just be like, "You're trash. You're garbage. You're not going to do this." Blah blah blah. I have people text me all the time that just be like, "Yeah, you need to give up on that because that's not going to make you. That's not going to make you money. That's not going to do. That's not going to do anything for yeah, you." And it I'm doesn't just like, matter because that's what you enjoy. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm not doing this for the money. I don't, a lot of people don't understand that. Like a lot of people are just like, Oh, well you should, you should be doing it for the money. That's what's going to matter in the end. I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm not going to, when I die, it's not coming with me. I'm just trying to do what I enjoy, what I, what I love to do and to create content to game. I love, uh, I'm a, I'm a competitor point blank period. I love to compete. There is nothing in this world that I love more. Nothing in this world right now that I love more. Not even Waffle like, House. Not even Waffle House. And I'll be damned if I don't love some Waffle House. <laughs> but like, like there's just there's nothing in this world that I that I love more than competing right now. Like competing is my favorite thing to do. It's point blank period my favorite thing in the world right now. And to and for people to just be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm just like, whatever, dude. I don't care. This is what I want. This is what what is going to, what makes me happy. And this is what I'm going to continue to do. Even if you don't think that's the, the right choice. Like, it doesn't matter what you think. I'm going to do it anyway. It's because it's what I want. All right. So, um, we got time for, you know, probably a couple more questions here. Uh so I'm gonna ask you a little, you know, a little off off topic. This is the segments right now. It's gonna be off topic. Oh boy! Oh boy! All right, I'm ready. If you're ever put in a situation and you had to clean your room, your car, and your desk, which one are you cleaning first? My room, car, or desk? Yes. Uh, is like what is the what's the situation like? What 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 is wrong? Room, car, or desk? Room, car, or desk. Uh, I'm probably gonna clean. Probably gonna clean my. Probably my desk. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, 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 the desk is probably the most manageable and the quickest one to get done to make me feel like I'm being productive. Well, well, not only that, but it's like it's one of those things where I just feel like since I'm always at my desk, I'm just like. Like, it's going to get cluttered a lot more than everything else. Like, my room doesn't, like, my room's not going to stay cluttered. My car is going to, I mean, my car might be, but that's that's just because I'm an animal. But my desk, I feel like, like, the more I look at it, I'm just like, ew, you freak of nature. Stop being such a pig, you animal. I'm just like, all right, well. <laughs> like, it's, it's one of those yeah, my, things. My desk has bottles and chips and hot sauce packets. So, I just, like, when I get done oh streaming, dude. dude, I just have, like, stuff everywhere. <laughs> Oh, dude, the TV stand back uh, back when I was in a when I was back home, and I was playing. I used to not clean it off, 
And it one day before I left, I was just like, I really need to clean it off. I walked in there. There was like four bo- four bottles on it from water. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, this, that's got to be it, right? Nope. I had like two cups to the side of it. <laughs> I had like I had like Skittles wrappers underneath, like on the second shelf. I was like, what am I doing, dude? I was like, I'm an animal. Like, I'm a freak for this. Like, what the hell? Dude, I was pissed. I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, I was a little upset with it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy. Like, you don't even – you'll find wrappers to stuff you don't even remember eating. Oh, yeah, dude. I I, I had wrapper for a Twinkie that I, I don't remember having a Twinkie. I was like, when the hell did I eat a Twinkie? I don't even remember this. I don't think I've had one in the, in the house for two months. What? There's no way. I was I was a little confused. Like, I was, I was super confused. But yeah, I would. I'd, I'd probably go on my desk just because I spend more time there than anything else. All right. So, uh, yeah. So if you're a desk person, uh, that's that's really good. That's good news. I'm a, I'm a desk person, but I would have to probably if I started cleaning my desk, I would probably turn around immediately and start cleaning my room. All right. Um, last question. Are you sure about that? Um, sure. Why not? All right, friend. Would you tell a stranger? If they have toilet paper hanging from their shoe or if a girl's yeah. dress was tucked in her underwear. Uh yeah. I, yeah, I don't I don't see why I wouldn't. Okay, so you're I mean, you're a decent person. Like it'd probably be kinda awkward telling the girl who's like, Oh yeah, you're it's it's tucked in your dress and they'd be like, You freak it you fucking freak, why are you looking? <laughs> I'd be like, Well, I was trying to be nice, but so I mean, it probably it probably come off kind of weird but outside of that yeah i'd do it <laughs> be a good guy well, i appreciate you coming by brother um i know that you you know this is something you've been wanting to do for a long time and you know really this is you know this is baby steps uh hopefully first of many uh podcasts probably gonna see you around again more than likely more than likely yeah you know we're definitely gonna get more people into this um so yeah if you guys are or didn't didn't enjoy this or want to hear more uh please let us know um, we're going to put our links, uh, somewhere, um, at some point in time, maybe not today or tomorrow or next week or we'll, we'll get maybe not to you. We don't know yet. We haven't decided. If you ever have any questions that, you know, you would like for us to answer on air, please send them in. I'll write them down, add them to a notepad and yeah, we'll just keep grinding. Thanks to everybody for coming by. This is the extra mile. We are out. Yes, sir.